Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Well, historic day in America. There's been a few of them, but uh, there's a few processes that go through when an, a president-elect takes the house over from the incumbent president. That were two very good words. I feel very smart right now. Uh, but basically, Obama has to give Donald Trump a tour of his home and say, here's the toilet, here's the bathroom, <laughs> this is the hot tap, this is the cold tap. You might have to be a bit more hot until it yeah. comes in and then it's not, it's not too bad. Yeah. Don't click, push that button. Yes, yeah. don't push that button. That's the half flush. That's very important as well. No, 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 no. Uh, the other button. The, that button. the big don't red push, one. Don't push that button. I don't think they put that in the bathroom. That would seem like no, a bit no, of an no, oversight. That would be ridiculous. And this With is the weird reach, thing. Mate. This is the one that's going to blow your mind, Donald. There's no door handle in here. It looks They all look like walls. It all looks like walls in here. Uh, but you'll find it. You'll find it. Uh, and... Like that would be, I think that would be hard to have to do with anybody if uh, they were taking your job in the first mm. place. But I think uh, Obama handled it quite well. They both handled it quite well uh, at the press conference after. Most of all, I want to uh, emphasize to you, Ms. President-elect, that you know, we now are going to want to do everything we can to help you succeed. Because if you succeed, then the country succeeds. Please. Sorry. Well, thank you very much, President Obama. Which must be really <laughs> difficult for the both of them because if you remember a fair while back, Donald Trump was the person that started the whole where's his birth certificate, he's not yep. actually American, yep. right? Yep. And then when Obama does that speech where he's allowed to cut loose and do a bit of stand-up, he ruined the Trump stuff. He roasted him. He roasted him. Right? He, he, said, um, he said he hoped he doesn't do this to the White House and he showed up a shot of the White House turned into a casino. Uh, yeah. He said that he's um, capable as being the president because he makes such big decisions all the time, like who gets fired and I'm um, Celebrity Apprentice. And even Obama said that's the sort of decisions that would keep me up at night. Like, they went to town on each other, right? It was only a couple of months ago that he was saying, he, um, Obama was saying mm. that Trump is so ill-experienced mm. to be able to be the president and then he's the president and it's like, oh, Oh, welcome. You heard both of them really trip on their words. Mm. Like, he could barely say president-elect. Mm. I didn't realise they'd never met. And Trump I thought could, they must have yeah, met must along have bumped the way. Her, yeah. but no, no. It was like, no, first meeting for Trump her. could barely say President Obama. Yeah. Oh. Now, 131060, if you've had that situation, right? Like, for instance, I once went, I went to the Logies. It was one of the best nights of my life. I love going to the Logies. Uh, and you get sat it's at a waiter. table with mm. people uh, in your same stable, right? And I got sat next to one of the people for years and years I I've hated him. I hated him with a passion. And I'm talking about Dylan Lewis. He used oh. to host Recovery. Uh, yeah. He's now oh, a DJ yeah. on Nova. And I just, I, I, he just rubbed me the wrong way. You know those guys you watch on TV and he just rubs you the wrong way. He, I just found him so annoying. I was so annoying. And I used to say horrible, horrible things to, about him. And then I was sat next to him at the Logies. And it was, all, it was to the point where I had to say to him, look, because at the end of the night, we were best friends. We were yeah. we were close as. And I had to say, look, I have to apologise to you because I've said some things behind your back about you that are just atrocious. I just I didn't like you in the day, but you are a delight. You're a joy. And now we're best buddies. But it was very, very awkward. And I think that's the kind of situation. I don't think Obama and Trump have walked out and going to be hanging out at Trump Towers anytime soon. But, you know, it's an awkward situation to be to. put in, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, 131060, if you've been in an Obama-Trump situation where you've had to, I guess, meet someone that you have disliked. I had to train the girl that took my job and I said really bad things about her. Yeah. And then I had to train her for the next couple of months, which is always weird when you didn't get the job and oh, then you're training someone to do no. a job. Yeah, it's awkward. It's what so job was awkward, that? a breakfast radio job. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like going, why do I have to do it? And I just said some really like horrible things. And she actually did pull me aside and said like, oh, I heard that you weren't really happy about this. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Be chosen. Like, Looking forward oh. to it. She starts Monday. 
<laughs> yeah, we love it. Or I've said some horrible things about um, my friend broke up with her boyfriend. Oh. And he was like horrible to her. So I went to town mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Always like, the way. Like just the worst things. And I even made strange comments about like, and his calves are so weird. Don't you yeah. just like them? Like, and then the, they go back together, the right? Thin, and then I had to MC their wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've never really been close, him and I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, his calves get in the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's happened out there. We know it has. 13, 10, 60. When have you had an Obama-Trump situation? You've had to deal with someone that you hate. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Brad Pitt has made his first public appearance since the breakdown of his marriage to Angelina Jolie. It was on the red carpet for his new movie, Allied. This is a little bit of the trailer. Heard a lot about you. Said you were beautiful and good. Being good at this kind of work is not very beautiful. What are you doing? Testing you. The way you tested me. Do they trust you? I'm very good at pretending. And some journalists were a little bit rude. That's all they were asking about was the marriage yeah. breakdown. Um, and he just did, wanted to say to everyone, thank you. Everyone's been quite sweet about it. Yeah. We have um, had a lot of assistance. He has been cleared of any child abuse charges. Wow. Because they were looking into an incident that happened on a plane yeah. involving his son Maddox, but he has been cleared of That's, that, um, yeah. rumoured to have alcohol involvement with it. But he said he's getting help and that has all been cleared and he's hoping to move on. But everyone was like, oh, isn't this your rumoured girlfriend talking about marriage? Marion, who he stars in the movie with, mm. and she took that opportunity to announce that she is expecting mm. um, a, a child. Is that bad timing? As well, <laughs> what to be expecting a child? No, no I to announce was- it while people are going. Is this a movie that you guys hooked up on? Yeah, I'm pregnant. Hang on a second. <laughs> well, I think she was trying to do it to prove, like, come on, all those rumours is yeah. completely How do false. you, as a film journalist, how do you sit there and you're going to have to interview Brad Pitt the next time he does a movie well, yeah. and he's going to remember you. He's like, ah, no, I'm never talking to you again. Was it really worth mm. putting your career on the line so I would say no to you to ask such a rude question? That's I don't true. know, Stav, how many movies have you been banned from interviewing stars from? <laughs> Three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Over the span of 11 so years, that's it? not too bad. And most of them were worth it. Yes, I stand by every one of those. The only one was Gillian Anderson, who I hit on, and that was a big mistake. But I thought, take the chance. You're never going to be in the same room with her again. You may as well give her your phone number. So there's your answer. Um, Moving on. Moving on. Um, Meghan Markle has taken some time off filming Suits in Canada. She's taken some time off. She's asked the producers if she could um, you know, just take some personal time. Mm -hmm. But um, they're saying that she is contacting lawyers, and it's actually Buckingham Palace that are helping her with the lawyer. Um, to be able to see how they can get away from paparazzi after uh-huh. the huge interest that there has been from all over the world since she's um, started dating Harry and yeah. that has been confirmed. So they're trying to work out how they can do about it and it's also been a closed set mm. as well um, on suits because a lot of people have been trying to get on board, even from catering. Like oh, catering yeah. people have been trying to get on there. Sneaky to iPhone photos. photos. Mm. Yeah, and I, although she is an actress and she's used to being in the public eye, she does a lot of charity work and now it's, she said it's very different, yeah. the, the interest that she has got than what it was previously. And if any family is, you know, got cause to be worried about the paparazzi, it's 100%. that's family. Yeah, what, yeah. Um, I mean, Harry came out and said, you know, he was 12 when his um, his mother sadly yeah. passed mm. away to being involved with yeah. being yeah. chased by paparazzi. So it's deeply personal. Yeah. What an amazing thing. life you lead, though, if you're just watching TV and you see a lady that you like on your favourite show and then you can just, you can go, yep. 
<clears throat> fly her over. Fly her over, please. No. Spit spot. No. No, they met when he was um he was talking about for wounded soldiers yeah. for the games and she was also a guest speaker there as well. So they met at a charity function. Well, well then it's meant to And be. then he requested for her. <laughs> <laughs> but for more on the scoop lead, I can't online. get a ticket. I'll send the plane. Yep. Scoopler.com.au. Stav, Abby and Osher. The Stav, Abby and Osher podcast. Guys, while the world watched Donald Trump become president of the US, I watched the removal truck that has just dropped all the stuff off to my new house pull out of my driveway. Now, I stood there and I watched them maneuver this huge Pantech up my skinny street. And while I did think that the world was going to come to an end watching Trump say, I'm the president now, um, I did feel kind of hopeless, kind of helpless. Like, I can't do anything to change what's happening. And, and you know, I felt like I, could, I have no influence on the world Um and then it was really, really bothering me. And, and it made me feel weird. And I started to feel kind of afraid and stunted and frustrated and helpless in my ability to influence, influence the world's decisions, if you know what I mean. It was just me and I was worried about what might happen in the future. But yeah. as I watched this truck yeah. pull out of my driveway, I watched them collect one of the branches on a lovely old eucalyptus that's in front mm-hmm. of my new building and proceeded to rip the entire tree out of the ground and then drive off as the tree fell down, narrowly missing some parked cars and block not only the road, but also the driveway to my new building. It's not just a branch, like the whole tree came down. The whole tree. The whole tree came down. So the way that I met my new neighbours for the first time (laughs) um, was when we're all out on the street Mm -hmm. and all of us are there trying to figure out how to solve this problem together. And that's when the chap from downstairs at number one was kind enough to come out and help. The bloke down the road at number three lent me his handsaw. And before I knew it, my immediate world, the community that I live in, went from, you know, one of fear and isolation, like I'm so afraid what might happen to the world, to one of inclusion and working together that I completely embraced. Four men, all working to cut this tree up. Two of us, at least two of us immigrants, four completely different ethnic backgrounds, together, working to make our community a better place. I walk back upstairs feeling better. Because while I can't influence any political process outside my own vote in this country, what I can do, what we all can do, Abby, Steph is work with our neighbours, work with them in our building, in our street, in our immediate community to make the world that surrounds us, that rubs up against us, a better place. And if enough of us do that, work together and take the time to know each other, that's us truly taking power into our own hands oh. and changing the world, Abby. Oh. Got it, Osha. One person can't make a difference. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abby now with Osha on Hit 105. That is a song that reminds me of many a time in my life when I've had to... For example, when I was riding my bicycle up uh, Mount Cutha Mm. one day, I'd gone around a few times and I was quite tired and there was a point where I was quite embarrassed because me and my fancy kind of skin-tight bike gear, I had to unclip my pedals and put the bike next to me and then up the hill I had to... You know, all kinds of people were cycling past me. Well, I got one worse than that. 131060, whenever you had to push it, I used to drive a 50cc scooter as opposed to my 300 man beast that I have at the moment. And uh-huh. Red Hill is a very hilly area. I was yes. going up a Jute Street, which is notoriously large. and the little It is a cliff. And uh, the little thing couldn't make it. I had to get off my scooter and I had to... Very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Want to hear your push it stories. Nikki and Redcliffe, when have you had to push it? Uh, last weekend, we went camping at Bribey, mm. and um, we were on one of the tracks going up to the north, and um, with our trailer in tow, and um, we got 
Bobbed. Oh, oh. And you had to. Nothing worse than getting stuck on a four-wheel driving track in a popular place because you're only there for about five minutes before someone comes along and tells you <laughs> what you've done wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how long did it take you to get out of there, Nikki? Um, we were there about 45 minutes. Oh, that's a chat. Um, with some help of some wonderful people, luckily, mm-hmm. who yeah. came along yeah. to help us. I think, I think <laughs> four-wheel drive owners are like... Four-wheel driver owners are next to old ladies when it comes to free advice. Because for, for, for like old ladies mm. with kids, mm. free advice all the time. Oh, yeah. Four-wheel, four-wheel driver owners are like, nah, mate, you shouldn't have shut, should have jacked the other tyre. Yeah. should have dug that one out. They also, they secretly love coming across that situation, don't they? They're like, oh, here we go. My time to gloat and to help someone out of trouble as well. Uh, but to show them how little I have ever gotten to that situation. <laughs> Jade in Wynnum, uh, 131060, when have you had to push it? Uh, when I gave birth to my daughter. Yes! How long were you in labour for there, Jade? 48 and a half hours. Whoa! What? What? No! Whoa! What? What? No! Wow. Was she a big baby? Eight pound four and early. Oh, wow. Yeah, all right. That is big. That's a... 48 and a half hours. Mm -hmm. In labour. Yeah. Oh, it took them 35 hours before they gave an epidural too. Oh, my God, Jade. You were really... But now all lovely and healthy and fine and well? Uh, yep, and she's very tall. Yes, well, she Good. would be. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good. Wow. Thank you, Jade. <laughs> you, you've really gone out in sympathy there, haven't you? <laughs> oh, look, I've, you know, mm. I've seen videos on the internet. I know what happens. That's a long time, Stav. That is a long time to it's watch a your very favourite long pub time. burn down. Craig in Breckenridge. Morning, Craig. When have you had to push it, son? I had butter chicken last night. <laughs> <laughs> and this morning, uh, I had butter chicken last night. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. Thirteen ten sixty. Have you hated someone and then had to spend? time with them. Obama and Trump touring the White House together as they do the handoff going, now there's the towels we keep the towels in there. You can keep your haberdashery or your sheets. We don't mind, but that's where we keep our towels. Yeah, we found it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Do you the- think that Trump is the sort of person that has a little black book of a list of the people that have put him down throughout the campaigning and just be like, they're the people that he's not going to be nice to? Because he seems like that uh, sort of hold a grudge person. Yeah. I think a grudge is more than a place to park your car when yeah. it comes to him. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I also think with the amount of people that did that, it wouldn't be a little black book. Okay. No. <laughs> we want to hear your stories. That'd be a phone book. 131060, when have you had to deal with someone you hate. Danielle in Strathpine, how are you? Hi, good. How you going? Yeah, we're good. good. When have you had to deal with someone you hate? Okay, so our radio station was asking people to ring up and say, talk about people that they cannot stand. Yes. Was it us? I rang up and I said, I could not stand my in-laws. Right. Because they were two-faced and backstabbers and, yeah, I just can't stand them. Mm -hmm. Anyway... Within half an hour of that phone call, my ah. husband gets an email <laughs> from one of his brothers saying, ah. oh, we just heard a certain someone saying, well, backstabbers can't stand us and all the rest of it. Then that next weekend, we had a family barbecue we had to yeah. go to. So I went to it and then I was grilled over why I said these things. So I stood up and I just go, well, the truth hurts, learn to deal with it. And then just walked out. And I haven't talked to them since. Well, that's good. That's good that you haven't because I'll point out that you've done it again. I know. That's right. (laughs) 
think that was us the first one. Oh, no, Danielle. Oh, no. You can use a fake name when you call us. It's all right. We don't mind. Thank you, Susie from... No, too late. Too late. Okay. <laughs> Madeline <Matt>. in St. <laughs> Lucia. I got it. When have you had to run into someone you hate? Oh, not run in with them. Work with them. My whole... Back in the day, my whole high school career, I had this guy, absolutely hated him. Got a seating plan, got put together, got requested to move from him. And then in my last year of high school, we both got school captains um, together for the whole year. Oh. So he was my partner. Ouch. Why did, yes. you, why did you hate him so much? I mean, he obviously had some qualities that other people believed in if he was school captain. Oh, uh, I don't know if I can say on the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. And I will point out to you, Osha, by that logic that you should like Trump because he must, if he got to, if he got to president, he must have some qualities that people find. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, I've, I've had to come to the realization that uh, when 66% of white men and 63% of white women vote for Trump, they must see something in him that they want. Mm. So something in him is what people want. Mm. It's not what I personally want, but I'm going to have to figure out what people want and try and relate to that because that's the majority and Mm. I'm in a minority right now. And I don't want to be so left out, basically. I think they see him as a good businessman. That's what I'm trying to put it down to. And And if everything goes wrong, he just files for bankruptcy and moves on to another business. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think everyone just likes Oompa Loompas. Yeah. You ready? From the station repping R&B Fridays across Brisbane. With staff, Abby and Asher. It's R&B Barter. Well, these are tickets that you can't buy anymore. Sold out in a couple of hours talking about our R&B Friday live gigs. But we're like, hey, we can give you tickets. If you can exchange them for something, please don't register for money, giving us children or your pets. Yeah. Two of those things will be illegal. But we want to know what Emma from Bray Park would like to give up for these tickets. Now, you're desperate to go, Emma? Hey, guys. Yes, hey. so desperate. All right. Well, All what right. do you got for us? What are you giving us? I am willing to give up my collection of SingStar games, which I've been collecting for about 10 years. I love SingStar. Mm. It is so fun. How many you got? Uh, about 15. It's a lot. That's a yeah. big night. That's a big party night. Yeah. Do you need some it sort is. of uh, PlayStation or yes. something to make these work? It's a PlayStation 2, so it's pretty vintage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> retro. So yeah. just to clarify, do we get the, the songs or you get the... the the game as well. Like the, the game has the songs on there. The game and, has all the songs yeah. on it, and yeah. I've got an R and B one. Ooh, oh, oh, look R&B at you! Getting into R&B. the zone. Yeah, I will point out that we have had a two and a half thousand dollar engagement ring, and yeah. also quite an expensive camera. Uh, and I would say, if I went to Cashies tomorrow, went to get fifteen PlayStation SingStar games, that probably would come in at a roughly about for fifty bucks. But I like oh, the. I'll I, be more than fifty bucks <laughs> if I chuck in the microphones as well. It's more about the fun times you can have, guys. <laughs> Think of the fun times, Stab. Think of the fun times. Telling us fun times. Okay, it'd be okay. a fun time trying I've to heard find about, I've heard about Singstar Nights at Bray Park at Emma's house. They're mm. pretty... All right. So they're, they're pretty, pretty loose. They're off the hook. Roxanne, Everton Park. That is in the back. In the back, yeah. yeah Roxanne. Stand by there. Let's mm. get to Roxanne. You're in Everton Park there. Mm. Roxanne, these tickets, you can't buy them anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're talking money can't buy. What are you going to try and trade for these R&B tickets? I want to try and... No, I will be trading to you today the most amazing limited edition 
beer pong table. Okay. Wait, wait. I thought your name was familiar. So this this is from yesterday. You tried to sell this to us and we took the inflatable boat Mm. rather than the... I would have taken the inflatable boat, honestly, but... Okay. This is like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like you don't get two times to turn down a beer pong. It's tank. a once in a lifetime once second lifetime. chance opportunity. I love it, Roxanne. I tell you, there was a lot of talk around the office that we did make the wrong decision there because people were headless. We did not have a beer pong table in the studio. All right, you hang on there. We'll go into the cone of silence uh, and right. we'll discuss this second chance, oh, first chance right. opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, okay, so okay. cone of silence. Man. So, Osha, you didn't realise this. Our producers pulled us aside yesterday and was like, how dare you not hell? take the ping, yeah. the ping pong? I, be it ping pong. Are they just going to keep putting it through until we take it? They may. But I think in this case, it, I think it is actually better than the SingStar. My worry is that this once-in-a-lifetime SingStar opportunity may arise on Monday. So, um. Well, <laughs> but... but. The thing is with the SingStar, mm. that is, we've already got the PlayStation, remember? Yeah. Can yes. you play that no. on yeah, PlayStation back- 4? Yeah, no. they're backwards compatible. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No. They're not. I own one. They're not. It's stupid, but they're not. Sorry. Yeah. Well, oh, well then. Well then, I guess, are yeah. we going to do it? Okay, we're going to do it. Okay, do it. okay. all right. Her bag's not telling Emma from Bray Park. We don't have to. We just tell Roxanne she's one. Yeah. Out of the okay, cone of right. silence. Okay. Out of the cone of silence. <laughs> All right, looks like Roxanne, you put on that red light because we are taking your beer pong table. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, she's going to have so much fun around the office. We're going to have fun because I'll come and play too. I know you oh. will. I know you will. <laughs> of course, in the office, we'll be using orange juice. With vodka. Yes. So thank you very much. We've got a beer pong table. Our sales team are happy. You've got tickets to R&B Live. Emma and Bray Park can sing a little heart out still until we hear from her on Monday with a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> Hit 105.